The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase and I am so glad that you can join me today. Today our subject is fear. What is fear and why does it affect us negatively? So as we go along in the show, we'll just cover that. And But before I get into that, I'd like to let everybody know you can connect with me on Facebook, the Healing Whisper page, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. And I'd also like to let everybody know that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly the opinion of myself, Dr. Marianne Chase. Please always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any concerns that you may have. Well, fear. You may have heard this moniker that uh, if you make the word fear, F-E-A-R, into an anagram, it is false evidence appearing real. And that is a very interesting way of approaching it. And it, it works somewhat. But you know, Really, when we are living in fear, it truly is not false to us. It is true. It may not be true, true, but for our bodies, it is true. And it does appear real to us because our bodies think It is true. Now, I'd like to approach this in a couple of different ways. One of the ways to approach this is that what is fear doing us to us in our physical bodies? What, in the other way to approach this, is what goes on with us emotionally when we are living in fear? Not that the two can be separated, because they really can't be. Because the emotions, the thoughts, the beliefs we carry affect that physical body. 
And folks, you know, if we could separate the two, wouldn't that be wonderful? We could just fix the uh, fix the body and not worry about what's going on with our mind, our emotions, or putting it better yet, what's going on with our heart. And that's the emotional heart, the heart that says, I love you with all my heart heart. And we can't. It's just not the way we are made. And so let's just start with the body. Fear puts us into what is called a fear response. Now, what is a fear response? Sometimes it's called the stress response, and sometimes it's called the fight or flight response. You know, most people are very familiar with that fight or flight response. So that's what the wordings that I will always use when I am referring to the fear response. Now, what exactly is the fight or flight response? It is our primitive way of responding to something that is going to potentially kill us. And I say primitive because if we were to be able to sit there and think out something that in our logical minds about what we need to do uh, would be dead. And I'm, I'm talking about, let's just say a primitive thing like a saber-toothed tiger is going to be coming at you and it, it's prowling and, and you see it coming. That's what triggers the fight or flight response. And the same thing goes to the modern world. You're driving down the highway and you see a car coming at you and it crosses the midline. And that triggers that same exact response. That car coming at you that has crossed over the midline is a saber-toothed tiger in the modern world. And that is good and excellent. It is what keeps us from being killed. You know, you don't have time to think out, oh, well, now that car has crossed the midline and what I need to do is either curve to the left or curve to the right to avoid them coming at me. And, oh, well, you know, it'd be a good thing if I stepped on the brakes and, and, and... Well, you know, if you're driving 45, 55, 65 miles per hour, or however many kilometers per hour that is, if you're driving that speed, by the time you've gone through that thought process, that car has already hit you head on. And, depending upon the speed they were driving, that head-on accident, if you're driving 50 and they were driving 50, that is a 100-mile-per-hour impact. So if you were driving along at 100 miles per hour and hit a cement wall, that is the same type of impact. That is rather deadly, and your heart knows that. And your heart is the thing that tells you to avoid death. And that is the fight or flight response. We don't have time to react to that saber-toothed tiger or that car that has crossed the midline coming at us. 
we only have time to react rather than respond. Now, that is there to protect us. And that's a good thing. But what happens when we react to things that really would not be considered deathly? What if we are reacting to a person saying something to us and it sends us into what uh, I have called a tizzy or it sends us into a just something where your heart is beating fast, your physical heart is beating fast and you feel an adrenaline rush and There's no reason for it other than somebody said something to you. Like, I need you to move your car from that parking place because you're blocking me in. You know, it's like the same thing that everybody experiences when they are in a fight or flight. And it happens during the holidays all the time. You're in a parking lot. Somebody wants to get into a parking space that you're already in. And they, what you consider, overreact. And what they are overreacting to is something that they think is a deadly thing. It means life or death. If They don't get that parking space. Well, that's silly. Well, yes, it is silly, but not to that person wanting that parking space. It's not silly. It truly is a life and death for them, even though they may not know it. And how do they not know that there is a life or death that that a parking space Let me start that over again. How do they not know that they are reacting in a life and death situation? Because they have a belief deep, deep, deep in their hearts that says, if you don't get that parking space, you might just die. They don't know they have that belief. They are just reacting. Now, if they would get out of their left brain and stop reacting and be able to respond and think or say to themselves, oh, it's just a parking space. It's not going to kill me. Then they would be able to say to themselves and to their bodies, okay, this is not a life and death situation. I can find another parking space. I can walk a little farther to get into the store. I can do any of a number of things. I could wait. It's not a life and death situation. But no, They have to react. They don't have a choice. What do you mean they don't have a choice to react? They don't. 
because their beliefs that are in their heart that says not getting something is a life and death situation overrides any logic. Our hearts, our beliefs override anything we ever do in life. In other words, you have absolutely no free will when it comes to your beliefs. Those beliefs are in there deep and solid. Those beliefs are what cause you to react rather than respond. So what on earth is going on? Where did you get a belief that is saying a parking place is going to mean life or death? Well, it's not exactly a belief about a parking space. It's a belief about something altogether different that can morph into this parking space is life or death. And we will get into that after the break. So don't go away, folks. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandra Bali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. And Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the C. diff Foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and today we are talking about fear and how it affects us. And you know, 
we have so much fear in our lives. And where does it come from? It comes from our beliefs. Just before the break, I was talking about how a person is really getting upset about not getting a parking space, say, for example, during the holidays. And they become very angry and they're reacting in fear. So what causes fear like that? What causes them to react like that? It's called a life and death situation, a fight or flight situation. And what on earth could cause a person to believe that not getting a parking space is a life or death situation? Well, it can be any of a multitude of things. It could be something like They had an experience as a small child that said if they don't get something, it is a life or death situation. And it could have been something they inherited, a belief that they inherited that if they didn't get something, it is a life or death situation. And that something could be very simple. Like for an infant, I didn't get my bottle exactly when I wanted it and I didn't get the comfort that I needed, which causes its life and death as a small infant to not get that bottle. And then it just grows over time. When I see the parking place and I didn't get it, then I had to walk farther and that's making me uncomfortable. This must be a life or death situation. And you know, this belief, this belief that you have that is causing the fight or flight, and it doesn't matter if it's a parking space, it doesn't matter if it's somebody saying something to you, it doesn't matter if it's just a small incident that happened and you react with that adrenaline rush and the heart beating really fast and just breathlessness. It doesn't matter what causes it or triggers it. What matters is it is a fight or flight reaction. And not to put down the individuals with PTSD because from from major traumatic situations. But this is a form of PTSD when you can't get a parking place. The trauma, not getting a bottle, nothing like the trauma of war or a severe car accident or any major trauma. But it is trauma to the heart nonetheless. And folks, our heart does not know the difference between a bomb exploding in front of you or a bottle not being received in time. It causes the same response. 
And the hard thing, <clears throat> the hard thing is this is going on 24-7. It's like a tape player. And if it is triggered, then you go off. You react. If it's not triggered, you're doing fine. But after a while, it doesn't take much to trigger a trauma. And when that is triggered, and you may not even realize it's triggered, you just may be kind of like, I've had a bad day, or any of a number of thoughts like that. I'm not sleeping well. Everybody's out to get me. What's happening to your body is the immune system is being shut down. Anything that is not essential to life at that moment is being shut down. So it shuts down your logical brain. It shuts down your immune system. And it ramps up your circulatory system. It ramps up your muscles. Because, yeah, you're having to either fight or fly away because that is the primitive thing that your brain is sending you. Oh, it also shuts down your digestion because Lord knows you don't need to be digesting that food when you're running away from that saber-toothed tiger. All of this is going on when you've got a negative belief or as I said at the top of the show, False evidence appearing real. When you have that negative belief, it is not a truth. It is not true that not getting that bottle as soon as you wanted it will kill you. It just simply is not true. But babies don't know that because they are babies. So why is this running 24-7? Because it's the way we are made. And our logical brain cannot overcome our right brain. The left brain cannot overcome the right brain. The right brain is where our hearts are. And our hearts govern and when you have that negative belief that untrue belief it is governing our entire bodies that's why there are sayings out there that say as a man thinks so he is but you know that word thinks is actually meaning the heart. As a person's heart is, so they are. That's the way that phrase was originally written. And it kind of got changed in our left brain dominated world. 
But what we don't know in our left brain dominated world is that the right brain is actually inserting those negative beliefs and keeping us operating in a negative way. Now let's move over into the emotional side of this whole fear thing. Have you ever heard the expression, what you fear appears? And that kind of comes from the whole thing with the, the, the secret, the book. That's how that phrase really got started. And it's working on a quantum physics level. Now, folks, we in our left brains are living in a Newtonian physics world. What is Newtonian physics? What is quantum physics? Well, Newtonian physics is the world that says gravity and for every action there is an equal and opposite reaction. And yes, that world does exist. It is truly a world that gravity you know we we you could say i don't believe in gravity and uh, as soon as you go up on top of a roof and say i don't believe in gravity i'm going to jump and i'd say well good luck with that because there are certain physical laws and one of the things that newtonian physics say is that opposites attract And in a physical Newtonian world, opposites do attract. However, when we are talking about the beliefs of our heart, the where our heart lives, we're talking about quantum physics. Now, I will not even begin to try and explain quantum physics because I can't really understand quantum physics fully. And even a quantum physicist doesn't understand it fully. But let's just say one of the rules, laws, is like attracts like. And that is what the book, The Secret, said, is the law of attraction says that like attracts like. So what you fear appears. That's how that came about. And look at it this way. What you're fearing will come to you. Fear attracts more Fear. And sometimes it's just a little bit boggling to our logic minds as to how can this be? How can this be? I'm I'm afraid. I should be running away. Well, you know what you're fearing is actually appearing. 
Let's just say you're that person who reacts in a very negative way to that lack of a parking space. And let's just say as you are driving to the mall or to the store, you are thinking about, I need that parking space. If I don't get that parking space, I'm going to have to walk a long way. And if I don't get that parking space, this is going to happen. The store is going to close and I'm not going to get in there. Or if I don't get this parking space and, and, and. All of these things are going through your head. And sure enough, you get there and you don't have the parking space. And it causes you to react. Because remember, you have the belief, the negative belief, that not getting into that parking space is going to cause a life or death situation. And you have no choice, no choice but to react. Folks, when we come back from the break, we'll get a little deeper into this whole thing. Don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. listening to the healing whisper a return to peace if you would like to comment or have a question about our show today please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 if you'd rather send an email our email address is the healing whisper at mindspring.com now back to the show Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and today we are talking about fear and how does that affect us. In the first top top of the show, I had said that fear will cause what is called the fight or flight response because when we are in fear, we are thinking that whatever is happening out there is causing a life or death situation and it shuts down our immune system it shuts down our physical gut it shuts down our 
thinking brain because at that time our right brain our heart is ruling it is telling us exactly what to do to avoid a life or death situation or even put in a better way it is teaching us to avoid pain and go for pleasure You know, that's what we are set up for, pain versus pleasure. And if you have a belief that not getting a parking space is going to cause pain, it triggers that fight-or-flight response. And this is a quantum physics concept. Being meaning that like attracts like. You had been rolling along on your way to that shopping mall or store thinking about what's going to happen if I don't get that parking space. And sure enough, you didn't get that parking space. This is all going on in your heart. And you may not even be aware of it. Oftentimes, you are not aware of it. A lot of this is going on in the heart, and the heart can also be called the image maker. Now, while I was talking about you're driving along, headed to the store, and you're thinking about where are you going to park or not, you know what? Did you see a picture of that No matter where you're going, did you see that picture in your mind? And it's just as easy to flip that picture over and say, picture that parking space, empty, not full. But your heart is saying, no, that space is going to be full, it's not, I'm not going to get it, and it's going to cause me a lot of pain for whatever reason that you believe that is going to cause pain. And you don't have a choice. You land back into that image. That image maker, our heart, is where our imagination exists. And you know what? That word imagination has been kind of used incorrectly or wrongly over the years. So, for example, just use your imagination. That's a good way. A negative way, oh, it's all in his or her imagination. It's all in her imagination. She's kind of crazy. It's all in her imagination. A very negative way. Image. Imagine. You know what? We are all very creative individuals. And if you have ever discovered for yourself how to use this like attracts like, even temporarily, you know it can happen. 
you can really work for the few minutes that it takes to get to wherever you're going to the store and vividly imagining that open, empty parking space. And it can happen. And if you're one of those individuals that has a lot of fear associated with not getting a parking space, I would bet you a dime to a dollar that no matter how much you imagined that empty parking space, your heart would sneak in a picture of that full parking space. And so the energies of the world say, okay, I'm getting mixed messages, so never mind. And that's what's happening. Our bodies cannot tell and the world or the universe, if you will, cannot tell the difference between something vividly imagined and reality. That's the whole concept behind these these boards, these things that people put together all the time with pictures of their ideal life, pictures of their ideal physical situation, pictures of what they're wanting to do. And I have done innumerable iterations of those boards. And they work in those areas that you do not have a negative belief. But folks, they do not work in that area where you have a negative belief. Your negative belief will always win the day because it is running in your mind 24-7. Let me just give you a perfect example. A number of years ago, I was trying to build an income in a network marketing company. And network marketing companies are famous for having people build those image boards. I went to the extent of getting a photograph of me, well, not of me, a photograph of one of the top leaders, the top money makers of the company, receiving an award with that company. And I photoshopped my face onto their bodies, or actually I photoshopped my entire body onto that picture. That should work, right? I'd have that picture of myself receiving that top award and winning that top income. But what I was unaware of at that time is that I believed in my heart that I did not deserve that kind of income. I also had a belief in my heart that this type of business was not right. And that's the way my heart believed. 
And I could look at that picture during all of my waking hours and it still would not have made a difference because my belief system of I don't deserve this and this is the wrong kind of business overcame every picture on that board. It is a head full of fears. I was afraid to succeed. What happens when I succeed? Oh my goodness. I would have pictures in my head of if I succeed, people are going to want to steal from me. If I succeed, my marriage is going to break down. If I succeed, this is going to happen. If I succeed in this business, that's going to happen. I had a head full of fears. And you know what? That head full of fears left me no room to dream. And what is dreaming but creating in your imagination? You may have heard an expression that where Jesus said, uh, there was a woman that came to Jesus. He was just, he was crowded in. People were pressing against him as the story goes. And this woman had been bleeding for years. And she used up all of her money to try to fix the bleeding. And nothing was working. And she thought, if I could just touch the hem of his robe, I would be better. I would heal. And she managed to get through the crowd and just touch, barely touch the hem of his robe. He felt the energy leave his body. And she was healed. And he turned around and said, who touched me? And she said, I did. And he replied to her, your faith has made you well. Now, what is faith but a belief? If you have a belief like I did that you cannot succeed, you don't deserve success, then that is faith. I had the faith (laughs) that I could not succeed in that business. And you know I did not succeed in that business. In that case, my faith made me ill. Folks, it's time for the break. When we come back, we'll just take a look at what do we do? What do we do about these beliefs that are keeping us stuck, that are keeping us away from our free will? So don't go away.
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and uh, we are talking about fear today. And before I get back into that and close this up, I'd just like to remind everybody, you can connect with me on Facebook, The Healing Whisper page, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. Now, I said just before the break what we believe, what our faith is about us, about the world about things around us is what is causing the fear because our belief says that if something happens a certain way it is going to cause pain and I don't want pain I want pleasure I want nothing but pleasure I don't want pain and that causes the fight or flight to kick in and the fight or flight is about pain versus pleasure or life versus death. And when we have that fight or flight going on, it is going to be going on every time that is triggered. And which is which is okay if it's only triggered once or twice a week or maybe once or twice a year. But that's not the way it's happening. It's happening every day all day because we have hundreds if not thousands of negative beliefs that's triggering the fear in us it's shutting down our immune system and if you do not have a good immune system going on you're going to get sick and that is the number one source of illness and disease is the fear thing going on which causes stress, which causes the fight or flight, which causes disease. 
Now, we are attracting fear to us, whether we know it or not, because we have this belief going on. And the belief overpowers everything, and it robs us of the free will that we have. You know, there was an apostle, his name was Paul, and he wrote a little ditty, if you want to call it that. He he wrote a passage that he says, what I want to do is not what I do, but what I do is the very thing I don't want to do. And that's what I do over and over and over again. And Paul went on to say, it's not me that's doing it. And exactly what did he mean by that, it's not me? It's not his outward self. It was his heart that was doing it. He didn't want to do whatever it was over and over again. Any more than a person wants to overreact to not getting a parking place or whatever. It's not you. Well, that argument is not going to hold up in court if you killed somebody over a parking place. But it is an argument to make you feel a little bit better that this can be fixed because it's not you. Folks, there are two ways to fix this. One is through faith. You remember the story about the woman that had been bleeding and she touched the robes of Jesus. That is the faith that she had decided This is what is going to heal me. The belief changed right at that moment. That's one way to do it, is decide. And you know what happens? Something happens. The body takes a look. The world, the energies take a look and say, well, now, does she mean it? And if you really did mean it, okay, that belief's out the door. It's a very difficult thing to do. But it does happen all the time. There's another thing that you can do, and it's called energy healing, energy healing medicine. Most of energy medicine is targeted at those negative beliefs. I should say, not, I shouldn't say most, I should say all of energy medicine is targeted at those negative beliefs, eliminating them, changing them, replacing them, keyword, replacing that negative belief with a positive belief. And that's how a person can heal. We do it all the time with the healing codes. 
And one of the things that's very helpful when a person is living in fear is to kind of sit back and listen to yourself. Some people call it meditation. Some people call it just being quiet. What do you hear? Do you hear, I am afraid I will be rejected. I'd better hold back my love. Do you hear, who knows when the other shoe will drop. I'm always on edge. Joy is not for me. Do you hear, I'm afraid I will never have peace. If I have peace, bad things will take it away. I am afraid I have upset a person. I have upset something again. Are you saying he or she is going to be angry with me no matter what I do or don't do? This delay means I'm not going to get what I need and want. Better start preparing myself now for that disappointment. Does that sound like you? Lack of patience? And fear? Uh Uh-oh, here comes pain and cruelty again. There's a black cloud hanging over everything. My fears are supposed to keep me safe. But they seal me off from the kindness of others. What about if people knew my lack of goodness? I would be rejected instantly. This must be why things are so difficult for me. In my life. What about right behind the facade of trust is the pain of surprise. If I trust that things will work out and get better, then the coming pain is just that much more upsetting. Every time I start to feel good about myself, something bad happens. I am afraid I will be humbled more. And self-control is like an opponent. You have to wrestle to the floor and never let up. As soon as I relax, the darker side takes right over. That dark side is that lack of willpower, that lack of free will. And folks, we can do nothing with willpower. Seek out an energy medicine to help you heal. It doesn't matter if it's something like the healing codes or if it's tapping or the emotion code or any of a number of ways to change the beliefs because it is so important to change those beliefs from the negative and replace them with the truth of the positive. Thousands of years ago, there was a king. His name was Solomon. And he said, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. So if your heart believes negative things, you will do negative things. 
So until next week, folks, blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Thank you.